I was informed last night that this tweet is fake. The show was already out, so we initially decided to post a notice saying we got tricked, then later thought it best just to delete it from the episode. My sincere apologies to everyone, especially the person who got hoaxed. Frizzle McDizzle. Joe Rogan reacts to a doctor's insane tweet with Brett Weinstein and how we should treat each other with post-mass formation psychosis. Apparently, this tweet drew so much ire from Joe Rogan stands that they were like destroying this guy or this lady. Sorry. I will never regret the vaccine, even if it turns out I injected actual poison and have only days to live. My heart and it was and is was in the right place. I got vaccinated out of love, while anti-vaxxers did everything out of hate. If I have to die because of my love for the world, then so be it. But I will never regret or apologize for it. It's just interesting, man. Joe Rogan keeps finding himself as like one of the main guys on the internet that is like super famous, has massive reach. He just keeps finding himself owned over and over again. I got vaccinated out of love while anti-vaxxers did everything out of hate. If I have to die because of my love for the world, then so be it. But I will never regret or apologize for it. It's a fascinating perspective. And it's also a fascinating perspective that this person claims to be about love, but has the most uncharitable view. Jamie really got to be helping him out more, dude. Pulled that shit up. University has been slacking lately, okay? Maybe he's, like, worried that he can't get fucking, you know, enough play or something. I, I don't know what it is, but, like, he really, really, really needs to fucking... He really needs to be like, bro, this is not real. The idea that I didn't get vaccinated out of hate, I find so ridiculous. Like, I don't hate anyone. I am a loving person. I do it on purpose. I go out of my... No, you didn't get vaccinated because you're a dumbass, bro. <laughs> like... <laughs> way to be as charitable and as kind as possible and when i don't i feel very disappointed in myself if i make any decision or a statement that i feel like doesn't align with that maybe flippantly in the moment maybe joking around i've i'm very disappointed in myself i'm very self-critical when i see something like that i'm like that is ideological capture at its highest level because put that back up again so what you're, you're seeing, one of the things that she's realizing here is that there is a narrative. And one of the narratives is the vaccine might be bad for you. So she's saying, even if it turns out, I... He said, Jamie, pull that shit up again. <laughs> he said, Jamie, pull that shit up again, dude. I'm not done with that. Give it to me. And the idea that you wouldn't be upset that you were duped into injecting actual poison when you were thinking that this was somehow going to save people and save the world is so insane that that wouldn't bother you. But you are uncharitably categorizing all people who are hesitant and getting an experimental medical intervention that's never been tried on mass amounts of human beings in human history. But you're just describing, again, every vaccine. And most medicine, okay? But especially vaccines. Not only that, but you also took ivermectin, dog. What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, no, the only time we can... <laughs> the only time we can fucking take medicine is if it's like, you know, if it's demonstrably worked on animals for other shit. And human beings for, like, uh, uh, human beings as a dewormer. 
Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. No, nah, dude, you don't understand. I'm injecting myself with insulin right now. What? <laughs> I have cancer, but I'm injecting myself with insulin. I don't want to take any shit that's not tried yet. You know what I'm saying? The fuck? No, no, no. You don't understand. I'm also taking ibuprofen on the side, too. You know, shit's going to be fucking good. And also, if she's a doctor, a medical doctor, she should know about the VAR system. And she should know that although there are people that report things that turn out to not be correct, there's a very low number of vaccine injuries that get reported in respect to the actual number of vaccines. Where did you get that from? You can't bring up the VAR system. Talk about how the VAR system is self-reported so it's like very clearly uh, susceptible to people fucking lying. And then make up a, a, a lie on the spot about how like, oh, dude, so many people like don't even report it, even though a lot of the reports are just fucking fake. You know, they say like Harry Potter got a, a vaccine injury, but also like there's so much more that's not reported. Like there's evidence that women tell the truth in many instances about sexual assault that goes unnoticed. There's evidence for it. There's empirical evidence. There's also a lack of adequate care, like the rape kit backlogs and whatnot. Okay. So there is truly evidence to say, yes, sure. Women sometimes lie, but the amount of women that don't lie and get overlooked or get fucked over by the system is significantly higher. There's empirical evidence for that. Joe Rogan looks at that and goes, I don't believe that. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, there is no evidence for the idea that like uh, there are more people that get vaccine injured and don't actually report it to VAERS. Uh, that there's no evidence for that whatsoever. He just made it up or he read it in a Facebook post or something. Because we hear stories. I mean, it's so anecdotal. I don't even I, I, I hesitate to even discuss it. You know, oh, I know this guy and he had a stroke and, the, you know, they knew it because of the vaccine, but the doctors wouldn't put that in the VAR system. And they were. Dude, what the fuck this is crazy he's like yeah dude dude the doctors all are like we gotta hide the truth we gotta hide the truth man we all gotta universally get together like a buddy of mine he he, he got a stroke and the doctors were like oh it's definitely from the the vaccine that you took but we're gonna hide it we're gonna engage in malpractice that you can easily get fucking sued for what the hell are you saying what the fuck yeah, dude, everyone is in on this conspiracy, but, like, of course, the government's in on it, too. Joe Rogan has been owned so many fucking times about spreading fake news, especially as it pertains to this issue, specifically because, like, he is so, so motivated. He is so motivated to, like, you know, say that he's right. So he'll believe anything and everything. There is no... It doesn't matter how ridiculous it seems, right? He's just like, no, I believe it. I fucking believe it, like a buddy of mine. There's a couple issues where he will believe anything, no matter how insane it sounds. And then he'll be like, it sounds insane, right? And it's like, that's the moment where you should go, nah, dog, like it does sound insane because it's not real. Like anything that's related to trans people being crazy and strange, Joe's like, yeah, buddy of mine actually experienced that. And vaccines are the other one. Wait, by the way, Austin, that is, that is actually really a good take. Why is he still obsessed with COVID? Isn't this shit over? Austin, you are 100% correct. In the eyes of the Norman population, most people have like moved beyond COVID, okay? The people the people who took all the precautions, people who took vaccines, the people who like fucking mask wear, wore in public and all that stuff. Like I'm not talking about COVID being over. It's clearly not. People still have COVID. But in the eyes of like the American population and the population across the planet for the most part, 
people are like living in a post-COVID world, right? It's only people like Joe Rogan who are like obsessed, hyper obsessed still, that still fucking constantly talk about COVID. I'm not saying COVID is over for the record. Please, everybody stop jumping down my fucking throat. It's not over, but it's forgotten. Okay, so someone like Joseph Robinette Rogan still talking about it like this every day, having Brett Weinstein uh, on to talk about it, like, it's it's obvious. It's obvious that he's, like, still hyper-obsessed. This kind of shit, for the most part, by the way, is weird to the Norman audience, too. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if plenty of his audience members are are literally watching this going, like, come on, dog, like, nobody cares. Due to everybody getting fucking COVID or everybody getting COVID and getting vaccinated or just getting vaccinated and taking the necessary precautions early on, the the fatality rate of COVID has diminished. You love speaking for everyone, lol, lol, lol. Bitch, walk outside right now. Count the motherfuckers with masks on. Count the motherfuckers who are doing social distancing. I live in the heart of Los Angeles, okay? This is Liptart Central. Back in the day, I used to see people with fucking masks on all the goddamn time. Now, it is incredibly rare to see a person wearing a mask. So, shut up. When I talk about, like, what people's, like, position is on COVID, people aren't talking about COVID. They're not talking about, like, COVID in the way that they were. That's anecdotal evidence? Okay, well, if we're going to talk about, if we're going to, first of all, yes, I don't know if there's any empirical evidence as to mask wearing. I'm sorry. But, like, you're being delusional, if you think that people, regardless of whether or not they're even fucking wearing masks somewhere, okay? If you think that people are constantly talking about COVID all the goddamn time, I don't know what to tell you. Look at an event. Look at a public event. Okay, never mind. There's also a poll on this matter. Fewer than half of Americans still wear face masks in public poll fines, which is actually higher than I thought it was going to be. But still, incredibly, I mean, it's low. Tuesday's poll from the Associated Press National Opinion Research Center just found 44% of adult respondents still wear a mask often or always in public, a significant decline from the 65% of adults who said it in a January AP poll. And this is also literally from fucking one March of this past year from a year ago. If they did another poll on this right now, today, you would see genuinely a way, way, way lower percentage now. The wildest thing that I have seen that I thought maybe like Americans will learn from their mistakes was like, maybe we would wear masks when we're sick. Nope. Oh, there's another one. Okay. There's another Ipsos poll from a month ago. And now it's most Americans not worrying about COVID going into the 2022 holidays and mask wearing has, I feel like most people have moved on from the pandemic, but I haven't. On COVID-19, we're in a better place than we are a year ago. 86% of Americans. We'll never be fully rid of COVID in my lifetime. Okay, let's see mask wearing. Let's see mask wearing. Americans appear to be in a holding pattern on masks, with many choosing not to wear them regularly when leaving home. That said, Americans report wearing masks in different rates depending on what they're doing out of their home. The share of Americans that report occasionally or never wearing a mask outside the home has been consistent, around 63%, but is significantly higher than during the height of Omicron mid-January at 27%. Roughly half report wearing masks at all times or sometimes when on a plane. Few report wearing masks at all times or sometimes when on public transportation. Finally, the lowest share of Americans report wearing masks at all times or sometimes in grocery stores, 33%, and when walking into a restaurant or dining indoors at 27%. There you go. There is empirical evidence on the matter. Are you happy? This is, a re this is new. This is from September. Are you happy? Is that good? You fucking nerds. Uh, it's not. 
It's not anecdotal evidence. Well, in this circumstance, my anecdotal evidence actually corresponds to the empirical evidence. Sounds like people just don't give a fuck. The same thought process that Joe on many hats is the jump. I guess it's nice you don't spread anti-vax shit, but just admit no one gives a fuck. Yeah, I am admitting that no one gives a fuck. I'm literally admitting that. But also, there's a reason to not give as much as a fuck now which is still not the appropriate thing, but, you know, we're human beings, versus when Joe Rogan was doing it at the peak of the fucking pandemic. And if you can't comprehend the difference between the two, when, like, pretty much every fucking American has either gotten COVID multiple times or at least once, and also on top of that, have gotten vaccinated multiple times versus, you know, a year ago when people didn't have fucking, uh, two years ago when people didn't have fucking vaccines, people didn't have any sort of fucking, uh, you know, they were not taking any sort of measures whatsoever. I don't know what to tell you. Ultimately, dude, there is a re I look at I look at certain numbers, okay? One of the numbers that I care about and maybe this is being underreported now, but like one of the numbers I care about is COVID deaths. If you're talking about the seven-day average of COVID deaths now in fucking LA County versus last year, it's literally, it's, it's you know, 20 deaths a day. And that is like at the peak of holiday season or not 20, uh, seven-day average is 20 deaths. It is wild to me that motherfuckers are acting like we're still at the, the worst fucking peak of the pandemic when there was like 200 in, oh, by the way, I'm talking about L.A. for the record. I just want to state that I am talking about Los Angeles County. Saying mass doesn't reduce the chance of infection? No, it, it, it does. But there's a difference between, like, taking a fucking L on the infection when you're, like, quadruple fucking vaxxed and have gotten COVID versus taking an L on, uh, on getting, or did I say vaccination? Taking an L on getting COVID when you're quadruple vaxxed plus you got fucking COVID once versus... Taking an L on the COVID, uh, taking an L on COVID when you're not vaccinated and you haven't gotten COVID yet. Jerry, 1919, will be taken down temporarily by Joe's team to address something we discovered after its release. A tweet we discussed turns out not to be authentic, and there's no way to preserve that part while protecting the person who was being impersonated. 1919 will return soon. Joe Rogan is a fucking buffoon. Shitting on vaccinating and shitting on vaccines is one of the most annoying fucking things you can do. The actual other scary part of COVID is long COVID. Long-term consequences of getting COVID, especially if you're not vaccinated, especially if you're not fucking protected. Holy shit. That is unironically infinitely more damaging than the potential vaccine injuries that Joe Rogan's talking about. Why is it annoying? Ever looked at how the long-term consequences of getting vaccinated? Dude, honestly... Given the fact that in 2023, there are still so many of you motherfuckers that ask questions like this, sometimes I do hope it kills me, okay? Like, because I don't want to deal with motherfuckers like you. I don't want to deal, I don't want to be on the same planet with motherfuckers like you, okay? Holy shit. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, how many, how many fucking years ahead of time is everyone going to die? When is the mass genocide going to take place, chatter? And, and the funniest part is like, so many of these people were like, oh, everyone's going to die in a year. Everyone's going to die. Okay, maybe two years. Oh my God, everyone's going to die in maybe three years. Oh my God, everyone's going to die maybe in four years, five years. It's going to, it's just, they're just going to keep pushing it until no one dies and uh, fucking, they just forget about it and move on to the next thing. I'm done with this. This entire thing is fake. Highlight of me of Rogan's three and a half hour podcast with Brett Weinstein today was actually something Rogan said. Unlike the sheeple, Rogan is immune to bullshit because he has a podcast where he gets to talk to scientists like Robert Malone, Peter McCullough, I and Brett Weinstein. One of them. 
if I wasn't doing this fucking podcast, okay, if I was just a, a regular comedian and I that's what I did for a living and I didn't pay much attention to alternative media and podcasts that were discussing this and people like Peter, Peter McCullough or Robert Malone or... Thank God. Thank God he had brilliant signs like Robert Malone on. For all these people that were sounding the alarm, if I was one of those people that didn't have the access to these kind of conversations, I would not have a nuanced perspective. And if I had gotten vaccinated and other people didn't, I would be like, fuck those people. I would be just like people I know who I used to be friends with who now hate me and are angry at me and talk shit about me online. And I forgive them. Because I would have been like them if I didn't have the access to the kind of conversations that I've had, if I didn't have the kind of mindset that I have, my personality that is just immune to bullshit. When bullshit hits me, I go, oh, I know what this is. I grew up without a dad, okay? I don't uh, trust people. I, I, I think there's a lot of bullshit in the world. You know, I've had people try to do things. I just, I love this. This is the endless debate around skeptics who are incredibly skeptical of the narratives, right? The narratives like uh, the common sense legislation or the things that like the scientific community sometimes uh, arrives at a, at a consensus on. Those are always things that you have to be skeptical of. But all the bullshit that I get from my Facebook feed that corresponds to my personal biases, I will never give a shred of skepticism to. And that is at the heart of every quote-unquote skeptic. These motherfuckers are never skeptical with the sides that they agree on. They're just never skeptical of anything that they see on their Facebook feed, but everything they see from scientists, there must be a vast conspiracy out there. It's like, how about you issue some of your skepticism lasers towards the fucking one-pixel Facebook meme that your grandfather shared? By the way, people who think the vaccines are good and ivermectin doesn't work and COVID are living in the matrix, people like Brett and Rogan have the strength to see through the lies. ...is a virtual reality. And when you and I have the experience of going and looking at somebody's Twitter page and it's like they literally live on a different planet where up is down, that's because they're experiencing a kind of virtual reality that is not the same one that we're plugged into. And I think, you know, you and I are struggling to not be plugged into virtual reality, to trying to retain a grip on actual reality, which is hard as hell in this era. There are those who have, you know, surrendered to the Matrix the way uh, Cypher does in the film, right? Mm. They would just rather, you know, not struggle against it because what are they going to do? Above that. And Rogan admires Brett because despite yeah. Evergreen, Brett has stood by his principles and has not been subject to audience capture. Except for when he goes on the Joe Rogan experience and, like, unironically says whatever the fuck Joe Rogan wants him to say. But he also partially believes in that bullshit anyway. But, hey, that's how he gets That's how he gets his Patreon money. You know what I'm saying? violently ejected out of my home tribe, right? The oh, God, he's still talking about fucking being yelled at by college freshmen at Evergreen. I hate this. Holy shit. Liberal arts universities should have a rule in place where they're not allowed to fucking fire any professors, no matter how creepy, gross, perverted, or racist they are. I'm sick and tired of all the podcasts that have come out of this, okay? I'm sorry. Deal with it. You hired them. You have to stay with them, okay? Just put them, just, just keep paying them. They can't teach anymore, but just keep fucking paying them because I'm sick and tired of having to fucking hear their podcasts. You fucked it up. No, they're your problem. I don't want to, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. At most, it's going to be like a hundred 
students that they fucking annoy. But when they have a podcast and go on the Joe Rogan experience because they got fired for truth, then they're annoying millions of people, okay? Be utilitarian about it. You are no longer allowed to fire these fucking dickheads, dude. I'm sorry. We need to stop the real problem in society, podcasters. There's too many of them. Nobody's doing anything about it. And it seems like they keep fucking growing. I myself am saying this, and I have two fucking podcasts, okay? That's too much. I should have no podcasts. 